praise God, praise God. One verse of scripture, Hebrews 11 and 1, before you're seated. Paul said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God bless you, you can be seated. The second verse is for by it, talking about faith, the elders obtained a good report. The sixth verse, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I want to talk to you today about that that gives us power to run this race and live this Christian life. And I preached a message back uh, a week ago from this subject, and I guess you call it part two, and uh, talk to you about faith and how that faith that flies right into the face of resistance. That's real faith is whenever you go right into the face of resistance and go right into the eye of the storm and uh, with faith and confidence in your heart that God can take nothing and make something. It takes that kind of faith to take that bold step and say, I'm going to believe. It becomes the what you're seeking for is the revelation of the will of God in your life. You're seeking to see what Moses, the Bible said, he saw. And he saw what kept him going was that he could see him who is invisible. If all you can see is what is around you, then you're failing to see what God has in mind for you. And I'm believing here today that in this service that it will be made a little more clear in our mind about God's will in our life. It is a revelation or it is God's revealed will in our life that uh, we must seek after and we must believe for. He said, faith is that substance of things hoped for, and it's the evidence of things not seen. He said, those elders, and then he, that was the second verse, then he goes on to tell us the, uh, the different elders that were, have that, obtained that good report. One of them was Abel, Enoch, brother Noah, Abraham, and Moses. These were men that walked by faith. They live their life by faith. You know, everybody says, if you show me, if you take me by the hand, if you prove it to me, then I will believe. But that's not faith. Faith is when you cannot see, and there is no proof. And it is only a feeling in your heart and faith in your spirit that says, I see what others cannot see, and I have received the revelation of the will of God that God has for my life. And then you seek after that revealed revelation. This is what I want to plant deep in your heart and mind today is that it always, faith always flies right into the face 
of resistance. Faith always goes uphill. It never, it never floats downstream. It's always fighting upstream. It's always going against the current is what real, genuine faith is. And when you study the lives of these great men that I've already mentioned, Abel, Enoch, Noah, Noah certain was a great example of that, was a man that went uphill when there was no rain and nobody had ever seen any rain. He said, God has given me a revelation. And the revelation is this, is there is going to be rain. And God has given me a blueprint. He's laid it out. He's made a way. Oh, isn't the Lord great? Let me tell you, he will never call on us to do anything that he does not make a way for us. That he does not open a door for us. Amen. That he does not unlock the doors. He will never call on us to do something that we cannot do. He will make a way in some way when Noah surrendered and Noah said yes and Noah walked with God and Noah loved God and Noah found that special place of grace in the eyes of God. When all the world was filled with wickedness then God swung up, opened the door and said here, Noah I'll provide the manpower, I'll provide the material for you to fulfill the revelation that you have received from me and that is to build an ark. And then it goes on, and it just picks up another, a, a number of others. It talks about, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down, and they were compassed about seven days. It talks about faith, that Rahab, the harlot, that perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Here is... Uh, Joshua, as God has instructed him, and he certainly is one of the few. I'm talking about a few people that, that get the glimpse of what I'm preaching about today. They were few in Bible days, and there are few people today that's actually able to see it. And it was Joshua and Caleb that had a vision that the whole nation of Israel could not see and they could see that God was going to do something for them. God instructed Joshua through Moses, said, uh, keep the commandments, walk with me, I'll be with you, I will help you, be of good courage, and then you're going to have good success. Go forward with the people of Israel. And this 11th chapter picks up on that and talks about by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. Here, whenever they crossed Jordan, and Jordan was out of its banks, and they crossed old Jordan uh, that God opened up for them, what was staring them in the face was the strongest, most powerful city of that time. It was the oldest city of that time. It had walls that were 25 feet tall and they were 20 feet thick and a mighty army and nobody had ever been able to do anything with the city of Jericho until Joshua got there. And God then gave him a plan what to do. Told him, said, put the army in out first, take seven priests, give them horns, and then take the Ark of the Covenant 
and then the people shall follow them. The priests will go forth, those seven priests, for six days. One time each day they will march around the wall of Jericho. They will be blowing that ram horn and uh, glorifying me as they walk. They will be blowing the horn. And then the people, the ark will follow them and the people will follow those after the ark. I want to tell you something today. God has always had a plan for his people and he always will have a plan for the people of God. Though they were facing the strongest, the toughest bunch, amen. You know, there's no doubt in my mind that God allowed this uh, to build their faith that they would, uh, they would meet the, the, the greatest challenge when they crossed that river of Jordan, they would meet the, the greatest challenge that they would ever have uh, they would, to build their faith of the next cities and the next people that they would meet. I guess it was kind of like if y'all wondered what we study on Big Monday night in our class, uh, somebody come up with the idea, said when you get up in the morning, just eat a live frog. First thing you do, just catch a live frog and eat their live frog. And said, uh, reason why is because you won't find anything harder to do the rest of the day after you eat the live frog. Said if you have a choice to eat a pretty one or an ugly one, go ahead and eat the ugly ones first. Amen. Then get the pretty one next. So I guess this is somewhat what this uh, God did with, uh, with Joshua. Said just go ahead there and eat the eat the live frog first, and you're not going to find anything harder than Jericho. Amen. And through the help of God, faith flying right in the face of resistance, they march right in. God gave them that beautiful plan. March around the wall, let the priest blow the horn, and let the ark follow them and the people. And then on the seventh day, go around seven times, and then the people were instructed, don't say a word. Don't, don't say anything for six days. Don't say anything for on the seventh day, the sixth time around until the seventh time. And then he said when, when the priests blow the horns, then everybody give a shout. And the Bible said the walls are going to fall flat. And just as God had spoke to them, God gave them that glorious and that wonderful victory. Oh, what a mighty God we serve today. Praise God. Clap your hands to the Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your goodness and your blessings. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Then it goes on, uh, the writer here, the apostle Paul, and he said, and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of, and then he starts listing some of them, Gideon and Samson and David and Samuel and of the prophets. He talked about how they subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. They did all these wonderful things, and the Bible said they did it through faith. It's amazing how the, the, the name Samson comes up in the story here of one that believed and had faith in God. Samson, from his youth, he could, uh, he could feel God dealing with him. He was that special child that God had his hand upon, 
that he was born to old parents and parents that he came through the promise uh, of, of the man of God prophesying that God was going to bless them with a son after them not having any children. And it was this, this Samson that God had his hand upon. He walked with God. He served God. He was consecrated unto God. The Bible said he, he was a Nazarene. He, he took those uh, holiness separation from the world. And, and the Lord led him, and it talks about how the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and God used him mightily, and God worked through him. But even all of that, we know this, that it, the reason God was able to use Samson was because of the faith that he had his, in his heart. And right in the face of resistance, Samson believed God and had faith in the Lord. The scripture talks about when Samson went down and behold, a young lion roared against him. The spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him and he rent him as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hands, but he told his father and his mother what he had done. And he went down and talked to the woman and she pleased Samson well. And after a time, he returned to her. And he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion. And he took thereof in his hand and went on eating and came to his father and his mother and gave to them and they did eat. But he told them not that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. And it was at this special seven-day celebration of wedding and marriage that the people and the men came, some 30 of them, and they come around and they said, put forth thy riddle that we may hear it. And he, Samson put forth a riddle to them. And he said unto them, out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days they could not figure out what this riddle was. Samson said, out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. Out of, talking about the lion, came forth meat. And out of that lion again, strong, came forth sweetness. What a strange place to find meat, and what a strange place to find sweetness. And you know, that's where victories are always at. They're always in the, in the, in right in the face of all opposition and resistance. Amen. God has meat for us and God has sweetness. And out of the mouth, out of the eater, out of the thing that would eat us up today came forth our meat. Out of that that is so strong that we we're fearful of and afraid of comes forth weakness, sweetness. You know what it takes today? It takes people with a mind made up. Amen. Whenever you feel yourself flinching and you feel yourself drawing back, you've just got to bow up your neck and say, hey, hey man, I know the odds are against me, but God is not against me. Hey man, I know the odds are against me. I know there's no way I can overcome. There's no way I can win this battle. Hallelujah. But it takes that faith in your heart that says I'm going to fly right into the lion's mouth. 
and right inside of the lion's mouth, hey man, I'm going to get meat. And I'm going to come back again and right in the, in the strong where there's strength, uh, I'm going to find sweetness and I'm going to find honey. Oh God, today give us the revelation and give us the courage that we need. Give us the faith to fly right into the face of resistance. Amen. And everything that's in us is saying, no, you cannot do it and you cannot overcome. And you cannot overcome your problem. And you cannot overcome your weaknesses. You cannot overcome habits. You cannot overcome. But I'm going to tell you, we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. He has made us victorious in him. And by the help and by the grace of God, we can and we have overcome. Give the Lord a hand clap. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. So I don't know what lion is staring you in the face today and roaring against you. I don't know what line you're looking at today. The line of, of sickness, the line of financial problems, the line of, uh, of the powers of darkness that is taking hold of your life and, and you know you would like to be free, but, but you have been, you become captured by the enemy of this world that wants to draw you down and send your soul to hell. You know what God's looking for is somebody that says, I'm going to go against the current. I'm going to swim upstream. I'm going to believe and not doubt. So many people sit down. You know all they think about? They set it set down. They analyze it. They read it. They talk to others about it. Why? It will not work. It will not work because of this. It will not work because of that. It will not work because of this other. And they get books and they get friends that are in the same boat they're in to tell them what they really kind of want to hear. But I'm going to tell you, if you'll quit listening and quit talking to those that are filled with negative thoughts and ideas and say, I'm going to go right in the face, in the face of the line, in the face of the line, right down in his mouth. Come on. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Out of the eater. Isn't that amazing place to find you meat? is when you're having to examine the sharpness of his teeth and he's showing them to you. Amen. And you, to get what you need, you got to get past his teeth. Amen. You got to get past, past that, that, that frightening look uh, of that problem. You got to get past out of what would eat me up out of what was going to consume me by the help and grace of God, I consumed it. Oh God, give somebody courage today. Give somebody courage. Amen. Somebody said, I dreamed, I dreamed, I dreamed, I dreamed and dreamed and dreamed and dreamed. Well, keep on dreaming. Don't ever stop dreaming. When your friends are making fun of your dream, don't pay them any attention. Just keep on dreaming and just keep on believing. Oh, yes, I'd rather die a dreamer than die.
quitter. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Let God speak to your spirit today. You will never know if you don't try. You'll never know what will happen until you get up on that first step and say, I'm going to give it a try. I may fall off, but I'll die trying. And when you get on that first step, let me tell you, right above that first step will be the second step. And there's another challenge. And from the time we're born till the time we die, there's always a challenge in our life. Don't cop out. I'll tell you a good picture of life if you want to see it. You watch a baby born and watch them struggle to turn its little head and watch them struggle to try to just turn over in bed. And all at once, mother says, Daddy, he turned over. And then watch them grab a hold of those prison bars called a baby bed. <laughs> Amen. And get a hold of it. And with all that's within him, he starts pulling himself up. And mama comes running to daddy and says, Daddy, we gotta raise this, we gotta raise this rail a little higher. That little booger's fixing to climb out of here if we don't. Amen. Devil. Somebody needs to tell the devil. I'm fixing to climb out of here. <laughs> I'm fixing to climb out of here. Amen. I'm going to climb out of this. Well, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You know what? I feel faith in the house. Flying right in the face of resistance. Flying right in the face of problems. There's help. There's help. There's help. There's help. There's help. You don't need to quit. You don't need to give up. You don't need to stop. Let it be the last thing they say about you when they were trying. One thing about them, they were not quitters. Oh God, in Jesus' name, help us today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just can't get this thing off of me. You can get it off of you. I just can't overcome tobacco. You can overcome tobacco. I just can't stop this alcohol. You can. There's a force greater that can get in you. Pornography has to go. Sin has to go. Overcoming temptations. I know what people say. Brother Holmes, you don't understand. I'm just, I'm just, I can't help it. Oh, my, 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 my. Don't get me started on that now. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, y'all that's been here a lot of times, you've heard me say it. My daddy had a cure for people that can't help it. He was, when you told him you can't help it, he said, I'm fixing to help your can't help it. Amen. You can help it too. Don't tell me you can't. The first step and defeating that line is to get to believing you can. 
Brother Holmes, you don't understand. I, I'm just not normal. Yes, you're normal. That's a lie the devil's made you believe. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. I like what the apostle Paul said. We are, we are up in the mezzanine. We are everybody, not conquerors. He could have said we're just conquerors, but he said we are more. We're up there where Brother Baldwin's at. We are. We're not wimps. We're more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can overcome the problem. You can see your dream fulfilled. You can see it happen. Amen. Because you were willing to. Look right in the face of that lion with those sharp teeth and say, oh boy, I'll break your teeth out of your mouth. You're not going to stop me. I'll tell you what a success is. It's a man that never would stop. He never would stop. He just kept coming at him. Knock him down, he'd get up again, he'd go at him again. That's, that's success. Just get up and go after it again. Hey man, I'm determined in Jesus' name to win this battle. The Bible said there were four lepers men at the entering of the gate. And they said one to the other, why said we here till we die? Notice they analyzed this thing. They were thinking they said, if we enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we die also. Now therefore come, and let us fall in the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And the Bible said at twilight, they rose up and they went into the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the utmost part, utmost part got right inside of the camp. Behold, there was no man there because the Lord had moved and made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots, a noise of horses, a noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel, he is hired against us, the kings of Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in twilight, and they left their tents, their horses, their donkeys, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And when these lepers came to the utmost part of the camp, they went in one tent, and they did eat and drink. They carried thence silver, gold, and raiment, and went and hid it and came again. And they entered into another tent and carried thence also, and went and hid it. And this, this is what I want you to hear while they come to the music today. 
Then they said one to another, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings, and we hold our peace. If we tarry to morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come, that we may go and tell the king's household. Amen. That we may go tell them. Faith says, I'm going to tell you what, just go back into the city. You know, just try to take some, you know, you got out there and you got it got bruised up, so the best thing you can do is just draw back in your little shell and just try to keep from being attacked anymore. But I'm going to tell you, you go back in that shell, there's famine, and you're going to die there. And if you just, and this, I'm preaching to everybody in this house, if you just sat down and you had a pension from General Motors, you may not be in the, check may not be in the mail next month. You can't even stop. Amen. As great a company as we've all, uh, we've seen all these years, said we can't sit still, we'll die. And if we come there for and let us go and just fall in that. Let's just go out there and let's just get that line by the, let's just grab him by the chin and let's just see what will become, what will happen. There's no use of us sitting here anymore. There's no use of us stopping. We can't go back. We can't sit still. So we just get up and we'll just do what we can and we'll just believe God. Amen. And they marched into that host. And what they did not know as they marched was that God was letting a great army shake those tents and rattle that place until they heard this great sound. They said, brother, we better be getting out of here. There's an army after us. There's an army after us. That bunch of Israelites, they went out and hired the Egyptians and Hittites. And they're coming, they have surrounded us. Amen. And all they were hearing was the steps of four bony lepers. That's all they was hearing. That's all they were hearing. Just four lepers that would not stop. They were flying in the face of resistance. It won't work. It can't happen. You don't know till you get out there. You don't know till you try. You'll never know till you pray. You'll never know till you ask. You'll never know till you believe. You'll never know till you... Stand with me. There's people in this building today. You have dreamed of overcoming you have dreamed of victories in your life. And the devils, he's worked on you. And you've almost lost your faith. But the Lord sent a little message here today to help you and to restore your faith and to restore your confidence. You know, Brother Brockington told me one time, he said, if, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Hear me, young men. If all you want is the easy things, 
you're never going to fulfill the dreams that you had. You got to get that live frog down first. You got to just snatch him up and just say, boy, you ain't bad. There got to be some protein in you somewhere. Amen. I know you're going to claw your way all the way down my throat, but I'll get you down. Amen. And you just go ahead and swallow that live frog. And you know, you know, that's what's wrong today. That's what's wrong with our churches. That's what's wrong with our great country. Everybody's looking. Give me something easy. Give me something easy to do. Make it easy. It looks like to me you're giving them more than you're giving me, and I've got more than they've got. Faith doesn't say that. Faith says, give me that frog. Give me that challenge. Give it to me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You know what? Everybody wants the victories. Everybody would like to tell the stories of how they overcome. But Brother Michael Johnson, it takes somebody with faith that steps out and says, I'll do it in Jesus' name. I won't stop till I overcome. I won't stop till I get my foot on that devil. I won't. Everybody in this building has a dream. Or can I say this? You've had a dream. But time and the roar of the line has made you, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's bigger than I thought it was. It's harder than I ever dreamed. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. And then you always find a coffee-drinking buddy that, uh, Shoot the breeze with you and tell you how it doesn't work, how it won't work. And just discourage you that you dream. You know, you share an idea. You share a thought. You share, a, man, I've, I've come up with something. I've invented something. And you talk some, I don't know about that. Time everybody gets a hold of it, it won't be worth nothing anyway. Is that what they said, Brother Moats? Amen. Fly in the eye of the storm. Fly in the eye of the storm. Fly in the eye of the storm. Fly, just go ahead and fly right into the eye of it. I may lose, but I'm going to die trying. Amen. I believe God's given me a dream, and I want to see it come about. I dream of being a man. I dream of doing and soaring with God. I dream. I've got a dream. Amen. And by God's help and grace, I'm going to fulfill my dream is what somebody needs to say. Don't lose. Don't lose your vision of Jesus in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, God can make you whole today. You just need the wisdom of four lepers that says, I'm not, I know I ain't going back, 
I, I, I like the wisdom of Brother Clinton. He said, Looper, he said, I don't know why the devil picks on me because one thing about it, I'm not going to quit. Amen. I'm not going back. And I can't sit here and there's only one thing to do in the morning is get up and go after him again. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Come on, let God restore your faith. Who's going to walk down this front with me? I'm going to stand here with you. Amen. God wants to restore your faith. God wants to renew your confidence. Come on, everybody. Amen. Would you pray right now, church? Come on, let's don't let the spirit of the Lord break in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Devil's in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, yes, God. Come on, join up with someone right now. Let's bleed together, oh, God.